Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. As you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, In addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. uh, And most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a friend will come over and the two of us will just sit down and remember a game from back in the day and just talk about what we loved and what we hated about it. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for coming back. This week, episode 17, we are actually not remembering a game. We're trying something a little bit different. My my buddy Mark McHugh is back, and we are going to look at the possibility of a Nintendo 64 classic. As you guys probably know, Nintendo released an NES classic a couple years ago. They followed it up with the SNES classic, and they both exploded. They were huge. Now everyone's doing it. There's Sega classics, Atari classics. The PlayStation 1 classic is coming out in about a month. They actually announced the full list of games for that after we recorded this podcast. If you haven't seen it, go look at it and then be like, oh yeah, I'm not giving them any of my money because that list fucking sucks. Uh, I don't know if there's another, the only other sister, like Hans, I'm good at this. The only other company that I think even has the backlog catalog to do a console like this justice is maybe Sega. And from everything I've read, the Sega Genesis classic fucking is garbage, but it also wasn't made by Sega to the best of my knowledge. Um, that said, Nintendo tore it up with the NES classic and then they did it again with the SNES classic. And everyone has been wondering when are we getting the Nintendo 64 Classic? Uh, there's more and more rumors coming out about it. It seems like every week there's been trademarks filed, all this kind of stuff. I think it's coming. I talk about it a lot more in the podcast, and I'll get more to it then. I do think there are some reasons they haven't released a Nintendo 64 Classic. I think it'd be kind of cool to see them drop one this Christmas and go up one-on-one against the PS1, just like they did uh, back in the day. But I don't think that's going to happen because I think they've run out of time. To, release, uh, to announce a Nintendo 64 Classic if that's what they were going to do. Although that said, there's a uh, Nintendo Direct coming up in two days. Maybe they're going to announce it there. The whole reason I'm putting this episode out now is because I want to get it out before Nintendo announces a Nintendo 64 Classic, if they do. Uh, so this episode's a little different. I hope you guys like it. I'm just trying some different things. Uh, don't worry, most of the episodes I have recorded are just two nerds sitting down, geeking out over an old video game but we're gonna go off the off the page this week a little bit different and uh look at the nintendo 64 library look at the pros and cons of a nintendo 64 classic why it would work why it wouldn't and if we would buy one so i'm gonna get into that in a minute as far as what i've been playing this week i'm still completely hooked on into the breach if you haven't played it uh please give it a chance it's on switch it's on steam it is fantastic. It is just, uh, like I said last week, a real-time strategy game. It's like one of those board game type things, and it is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm also 100% back into Mario Kart 8. It's basically the same stuff I was playing seven days ago, so I hope that's a captivating uh, 30 seconds of podcasting for you guys. With that said, thank you guys so much for coming back. I hope you like the show. Uh, if you do enjoy this week, please tell a friend. Please leave us a good review. I'd really appreciate it. All of the uh, episodes are caught up on YouTube now. I won't be missing any more of them, so they're all available there if you would like that. Otherwise, it's wherever you're li- If you're listening to this, you found it somewhere. Uh, and with that said, uh, I'm going to get out of here, and we are going to get into talking the Nintendo 64 Classic with my buddy Mark McHugh. You guys, enjoy the episode. Here we go. Jingle bells, Santa smells, Christmas really stunk. I got nothing that I like, my gifts were all just junk. Boxes full of clothes, CDs no one knows. When I wanted something for my Nintendo 64. Zelda's great to rock to, South Park would be fine. How about Rogue Squadron? 
That game could be mine. Make up for a lame Christmas. Get the hits you missed on N64. Okay, buddy. First, first and foremost, returning to the show once again uh, via request of me, uh, <laughs> uh, my buddy Mark. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Alan? I'm fucking great, buddy. This is going to be... Uh, I'm fucking great. This is going to be a little bit different than most of our episodes. We are not going to review a game or talk about a game. We are going to look into the potential... Uh, of a Nintendo 64 classic console. Because as you may, or well, I'm not going to say may not, because everybody knows, Nintendo has released an NES and an SNES classic. Everybody else is doing it. I think there's a Sega one. There's like an there's Atari. There's a PlayStation one. PlayStation's got one coming right away. The Nintendo 64 one seems inevitable at a glance. I feel like it's going to happen, but it, then again, it's almost November and we haven't heard anything about it. It makes me wonder if it's coming this year. Um, dude like but the last two years it's come for christmas season. i know uh i'm very like i mean i guess that's what this episode is like I, i'm very skeptical of it but we'll get into that i think because uh, i've read some okay so for starters playstation had just announced like a month ago or something that they're releasing a playstation classic yeah uh which i are you excited for that i'm not gonna get it it's like no there it's like i mean like for i don't know if anyone in america is listening to this but all our prices are going to be in canadian dollars so if you're an american Talk like chick, chalk like thirty percent off of it. Yeah, uh, I think it's one hundred thirty bucks in Canada for that thing. Yeah, and, and I'm not paying one hundred thirty bucks. Not for, for twenty PlayStation games. Like no, I can't even think of ten PlayStation games that I'd be excited for. You could probably get a second hand, like you could get a second hand PlayStation for fifty bucks and like ten bucks a game. Yeah, like and honestly, like what are you gonna like? This is a Nintendo sixty four classic, not a PlayStation classic. But like, so that's the other thing. <laughs> Excuse me, is they released they 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 released pre sales like two weeks ago or something. And they're still readily available. Like, it's not selling out like the Nintendo ones did. No. And they've announced five games. They're like, it'll have 20 games. Here are five. Pre-order it now. And I even remember looking at the five, and I'm like, I'm not excited for that. No. Like, it's, like, to me, the only uh, Final Fantasy VII, but but that's available on everything. Of course. That's coming out on the Switch. Yeah. That seems like the least practical way to play it. Yeah. Beyond a PlayStation Classic. And uh, and Wild Arms is kind of, it's a good RPG, but... I never played it. Yeah, it's fine, but like whatever. It's like like yeah. <laughs> if if you if you put a gun to my head right now or like you pick twenty PlayStation games that you would pay that money to play, I'm like, no, I would I would I would play a Tony Hawk. The Crash Bandicoot games, which again just got re released last See, year. And there you go, and that's the problem. And we'll get into this more with the Nintendo sixty four too. The problem with the PlayStation Classic is all of their best games have been re released in better versions. Yeah. Like there's better Tony Hawk games now. Dude, they're working Crash on a massive is- seven remake. There you go. There's way better Crash games out now. Metal Gear Solid's been redone. Like, it, there's nothing on that console that attaches. Like, I'm sure I loved it. We all loved it. Everybody owned a PlayStation growing up. They were yeah. fucking great. It's one of the greatest consoles of all time. Sure. Like Duke Nukem, maybe is like those weren't really remade that much. Yeah. There's just nothing about it that I'm that excited about. And I, so the reason I brought it up is because uh, I've read a lot of things, and I kind of agree with them. That people think that part of the reason the Nintendo 64 hasn't been announced yet is because PlayStation kind of stole their thunder and they don't want to compete. I think that it's because N64, like, in order for them to put out an N64 classic that's going to satisfy everybody, they need to make a deal with Rareware. Like, that that's, absolutely needs to happen, which means they yeah. have to make a deal with Microsoft. And that doesn't... <laughs> That no. takes a while. No, that's and that's one of the things that I wanted to bring up too is like it's in addition to competing with the PlayStation, which like I'll be honest, I could understand people saying that that they don't want to share the market with PlayStation. But, like, but I'm not like nobody on this podcast or listening to this podcast is a businessman the likes of Nintendo's. Nintendo's no. not scared of the PlayStation Classic. The the NES Classic sold out in seconds like 8 times. You know, yeah. like they're just finally now available readily. The SNES Classic fucking sold out well, and like N- gangbusters. The N64 would sell out not even because people are that fond about the N64. It's just that they have trust in the rhythm that yeah. Nintendo's the N- been putting out. The Nintendo 64 Classic would sell out. It would sell It would sell because loops. people are like, oh, I remember the N64. Exactly. That was fun. Let's pick up that again and it play would Mario sell, Kart. Exactly. It would sell loops around the PlayStation. And here's the thing. and like, Which is weird because the PlayStation outsold the N64 by a pretty wide margin. But sure did. At, but you look at the games that like came from the original PlayStation versus like the games that came from maybe from the N64. The N64 aged better. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean like I something I was gonna get. I don't think either has aged particularly well. No, which is one of my hesitations with this console. But I think that the big thing is with the PlayStation, all of their best games, like we already said, got ported. 
right? Nintendo yeah. owns a majority of the best games on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. They're like, that's uh, why. The majority of them, but there are some key, key ones that they have. To. It's a far hairier slide. That's a terrible mm-hmm. image, but it's a lot. It's a lot more tricky than it is the NES and SNES one. But they have the lay of the library, right? They have those. They have they have the IP that that nobody else has. That's why the Nintendo sixty four would sell mm-hmm. better than a PlayStation one will. You, most of the best PlayStation games you can just get on the PSN network if you want them. If you want to yeah. play Final Fantasy, fucking whatever, you can get it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Crash like has the been PSN re-released. Metal, it goes back to like a few. It goes back a few generations. Yeah, there's just nothing like it's all it was was a poor man's. It was their first console the ps1 yeah you know so all that is is a, is a poor man's ps4 you know what i mean like they basically just kept making it better and better and better the nintendo 64 was nintendo's third console they knew what they were doing at that it was point. the but it was their first 3d console yeah which is why like the super nintendo still looks great because it was the very yeah. last in 2d consoles yeah. where the n64 doesn't look as great now because it was the first 3d yeah okay so then yeah so let's do it that way then because like to me there's there's the things to talk about are why an n64 classic would or wouldn't work and then what games would go on an n64 classic so mm-hmm. we'll do the game second because the games are the fun part okay i have a lot of reasons why a nintendo 64 classic will not work and I, that's what i want to get to and for starters what you just said i have zero faith that those games have aged the way the like the NES didn't age super well. No, it didn't I have really. right. Like I have an NES classic. Tons of people play the NES. The NES online is available now on the Switch. Yeah, and it's fun. It, like, sure, it's it fun. is. Like my brother and I were playing like Mario Three like co op. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Sure, but like realistically, realistically, there's fucking what if you take the six Mega Man games out of the NES's library, which are available on the Mega Man Legacy Collection. You don't need yeah. those. There's maybe 15 games on the NES that if you take your rose-colored nostalgia glasses off because you played them as a kid and just look at them, there's maybe 15 games that you're like, these aren't bad, like Like today. I'm going to say something controversial here. I know we're talking N64 Classic. We'll get back to it in a second. But as far as NES goes, the original Legend of Zelda is not a game that aged well at all. No, it isn't. And then that's what I mean. Like, it hasn't. Zelda 2 is garbage, as you and I have gone over many, many times. When you look at the NES... There's the, I think all three Mario games have aged well. Yeah. Like they stood the test of time. Oh no, they absolutely did. They are, there are the Mega Man games, but they're available on everything. I think that the Castlevania games are still playable. They're still pretty good. I think the Ninja. They got better though. They sure did. They got better with the Super Nintendo. Of course. Uh, The Ninja Gaiden games are playable. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, Punch-Out is still a classic, a classic game. Um, But for the most part hasn't really stood the test of time like i would never buy an like an nes and have nes cartridges like i if i play those old nes games it's nice to be able to like toggle between a men between menus agreed yeah whereas the super nintendo plays well like to this yeah. day the super nintendo plays well yeah and i think part of the reason for that is when you look at it the nes was nintendo's first try right that mm-hmm. was them figuring it out the super nintendo was them being like okay now we know what we're doing let's start over and let's really crush it the Nintendo 64 is the NES of 3D. It really it is. Was it was them trying something brand new again. And every single one of the like every single one of the games that were like huge at first on the N64, like Mario, like Zelda, they were like taking the same old they were taking the same ideas that they had from their series from the Super Nintendo and they were reimagining them in a 3D space. Absolutely. And because they were now in a 3D space, it's different. It's a little bit weird. They kind of got, like, it wasn't like they came out with, like, Bubsy 3D. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I would they, love... got, they more or less nailed it. Sure. But at the They're not same awful. time, it's like, oh, but they've improved that so much that, since then. That's the thing, is I think when you look at those consoles, like, I think the GameCube is to the N64 what the SNES is to the NES. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like I uh, play a GameCube classic. I don't know if they'll oh, take it. A that GameCube far. classic would be fucking incredible. I, I would love that. I, I think that they'll release GameCube on Switch before they yeah, release I a GameCube have, classic. I have my doubts that they'll like. But I would love that. I would love that. Like, I would buy a GameCube little, classic in a heartbeat. Like a, a heartbeat. little cube that's like that bit. It would be so cute. But I think that they can look at GameCube and be like, instead of selling a dozen of these games for $70, we can put these games on the eShop for $20 each and sell them. Yep. You know what I mean? And they could in a heartbeat. Absolutely. But the Nintendo 64, we all, like, did you have one growing up? 
I did, yeah. Okay, like we all at a time loved the well, not everybody, but anyone listening to this probably loved the Nintendo sixty four. I was obsessed with the sure. Nintendo sixty four. We all had it. We all grew up with it. The idea of having, I'll tell you what, really boggled my mind as a kid was that I had four controller ports. Yeah, blew me away. And that's I never the, had anything like that. And that's that. one of the things that's going to be very complicated when it comes to selling this thing. That's exactly. You need to sell that with four controllers. That's one of the things I was going to go to is, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I just want to make notes so we don't... This is like the most scientific episode we've ever done. All right. Okay, we'll come back to the multiplayer thing. That's where I wanted to go with it next. These games haven't aged well. That was the primary thing I wanted to say. Okay. We all look at them and we love them and we love Mario 60. I don't. Someday I'm going to do an episode about it, and I'm going to make I'm going to lose a ton of listeners because I'm going to shit all over that game. But that's not the point. But at the te- like, there's yeah, Mario it's a game 64. That's like they've made better Mario games since then. Right but at the time, it was like, oh, that's a genius way sure. to like bring this into a 3D space. The thing is, is I don't even care about the graphics. I can look by bad graphics, the polygon thing. You know that that has an, that doesn't bother me. Super Mario Brothers, the very first one, looks terrible. I don't I could give a fuck. I still love playing that game. I can look I'm not this this whole point has nothing to do with how the games look because I really could care less. If a game is fun, it could be the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're not talking that. We're talking the gameplay, the cameras, that type of thing. We like you look at some of the most beloved games on this console, some of the most beloved games of all time, Ocarina of Time, Mario 64, those types of games, like Banjo-Kazooie, these types of games, and we'll get into licensing in a minute, just looking at them or just, just playing them, like the controls just aren't going to feel good if no. you try them now. They're just not. Do you guys remember when Halo came out? Halo was one of the first console games to rock the dual shooting, like forward, backward, look left and right. That we're also I'm doing it with my thumbs right now. Like well, we're all so used to that now. It's such an obvious solution. Sure. But it seemed weird at the time because I was used to the C stick or the yeah. C buttons. You know what I mean? And it was just Nintendo trying to figure out how to make 3D work. Mario 64 wouldn't work without a camera that could turn. No. But like if you released an N64 classic today and everyone had to play it, everyone would be looking to turn that camera with the right joystick. And that's not how it works. You can shift it with one of those two C buttons. Yeah. That's going to throw people off hard. I bought it. I bought Mario 64 on my Wii U on the virtual console and found it borderline unplayable. It felt so weird to me. I just, <laughs> like it was you so hate it weird. that much. It's just, it's, I'm not even saying it's a bad game. It just hasn't aged well. A lot of those games just haven't. They've figured out how to do it since then. And we have spent 20 plus years playing these 3D games in the proper way, in the way we all know the way that works best. And now you're going to go back and try to play them the original way where you're trying to shift a camera with two buttons. I mean, but we like when the Wii came around, there wasn't like, they didn't have a second joystick for camera. No, but tell me how many good games there are on the Wii. There's the, the, the Galaxy games. The two Galaxy games. games. But to me, like... And like it's, the, it's weird that it's, like, their best-selling console, but it's the one, like, thinking back on their library, it's like, oh, yeah, there was, like... There were some fun, like, bowling games sure. in there. Like, the, fun sports games. But there weren't many... No. The Wii is my least favorite Nintendo console ever by, like, a fucking mile. Because outside of the two Mario Galaxies, you could argue Brawl, but there's substantially better versions of Smash Brothers. You could argue Mario Kart. There are substantially better versions of Mario Kart than Mario Kart Wii. Since then, but at the time, I feel like, and I know people are going to shit on me for thinking this, but I feel like Melee was one of the stronger Smash Brother games. Well, that was GameCube. Brawl was. Or Brawl, Brawl. I meant. Brawl yeah, was I a fucking, stronger game than Melee. I hated Brawl. I hated Brawl. I hated you can Mario edit Kart me. Wii. You can edit that <laughs> No, no, out. we're leaving that in. Let Get him. Mark's address <laughs> is... No. Uh, <laughs> It, uh, okay, so that's the first hesitation with these games is that I don't think that they've aged well. No. And I think that when you go to play them, you're going to realize that. I feel like some of these games have aged well, but the games that have aged well are um, maybe these rare games. Sure. And then, like, even when you look at, like, you look at the Zeldas, right? The two Zelda, Because, like, if you, were, if you were, and we'll do this near the end, we'll come up with mm-hmm. a potential game list for the Nintendo 64 yeah. Classic. No one has any doubt in their mind if they release a Nintendo 64 Classic, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Are, May, are, for sure ocarina maybe not Majora's. i think the backlash if you didn't put majora's mask on it would be fucking yeah wild. like that you would get heat if you didn't put I that see, game I, on uh, yeah i suppose 
they've both had better versions released. The 3DS, yeah, the 3DS versions. versions. I can't play the N64 one right. anymore because so, the 3D, 3DS ones are considerably better. Right. So what are you going to do? Are you going to put the 3DS versions of those games on the Nintendo 64 Classic? Or are you going to release the original ones and then have everyone play them and be like, these aren't very good compared to the 3DS versions? Well, you're going to put out the original ones. Of course exactly. they are. And it's not like the original ones are bad. Like, they're they not. still play But well. they're not going to play as well as those remakes did. No, they're not. You know? Mario 64, there was a remake of, or not a remake, a release of that on mm. the 3DS that I never that was the on DS, the, that the was DS. on the DS and, and I didn't play it I didn't like it okay. I didn't like the DS like I felt like it felt very inorganic without the controls sure but people are going to go back to it and be like this is just weird like this is a weird game it doesn't have GoldenEye which again we'll get into the licensing in a minute it, it, it you will hate the, GoldenEye I promise they've made better first person shooters that, since then that genre has evolved better than any genre probably in the business since yeah, that day yeah absolutely there's just a lot of better versions of a lot of these games now. That's all I'm saying. So that's my first concern, as you agree, with the Nintendo 64 yes. Classic, is how these controls, these games handled, or aged. Mm-hmm. The second concern, which has been my, well, they're all my biggest concern, but you brought this up. The Nintendo 64's primary selling point was multiplayer. A four-person pe- four multiplayer. It was, was so, huge. which was great. Was- we all have memories of playing Mario Kart, Smash, GoldenEye, Mario Party, Mario Party, sports games. The list goes on and on, right? It was such a great multiplayer Diddy Kong, system. Diddy Kong Racing was a big party game. For it me. was beautiful. How the fuck do you release this console without, at a reasonable state price point without four controllers? You can't do it without four controllers. You need to have the four controllers in there. I think this is... Outside of the license, I think people will look by how the games have aged. I think people will look by not having certain titles on the system because of licensing and stuff. You can't release this console with one controller. You can't release it with one controller, and I don't know if you can release it without GoldenEye. No, I don't know if you can either. Well, see, I think they could get away with that. They, if they dude, you know what? If they got, if they got, if they release a Super Nintendo Classic without Chrono Trigger, they I can guess. get away yeah, without having a GoldenEye. Yeah. But the other thing, the other big thing that, like, I feel it needs to be mentioned is the Super Nintendo Classic had a big surprise. It came out with Star Fox 2, yep. which was finished it was and done. was canceled back in the 90s. Yep. It's a whole thing about it. And then they re- they finally officially released it on this thing. Yeah. What is the big thing? What's the big hook going to be for an N64 I don't think I don't think there is one. I think maybe they might add some more Mario 64 levels, some maybe some new Mario Kart maybe. tracks. But yeah, like I think that would be cool. That would be like I might pick it up just if they had just that. Sure. But I mean, but they released the NES without anything new at all. It was just they a way did to play because it games. was the first in the concept. Yeah. There's a lot like. So get just go back to those fucking controllers for two seconds. They're huge. That controller is massive, right? Like, I mean, you and I are sitting here right now looking at my NES and SNES classic boxes. You, you could maybe fit an N64 controller in there. Maybe one. Maybe. But that Two would be... if you, like, scissored them. Like, if bit. you scissored them. Yeah, yeah. But that's it, okay? So, so, first of all, there's the size of them. And I think that that is one of the smaller points. If Nintendo had to release a bigger box with it... No one's not going to buy it because the box is bigger. That's not a big deal. Those no, can, but th- it, that will drive up the price. It will. Not only will that drive up the price, but like how many controllers do you package with this thing? Do you package two and then make people buy two more? Because people might. People bought a second NES controller when they came out. They were like in hot demand. The SNES came with two. But like, so say it comes with, I don't think you can release it with less than two controllers. And no. so, and then say that they, say they release it with two controllers and they release them to be, you could buy extras if you want to. Now, would they, I don't imagine, like, what if they made them work with, like, the original N64 controllers? I feel like that's the only way they're getting around this. But even that, I don't think that up. would work because most of the original N64, like, it's a big thing with collectors is those joysticks don't hold up well at all. No, they don't. Most of them are broken and ruined. No, you can like, tra- you can change them, though. You can, yeah. But they're not going to expect, like, if somebody's walking through the store that doesn't game anymore and sees a Nintendo 64 that they like played 20 years ago, they're not going to buy it and be like, I still have controllers at home I can use that still work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, so if you release them as a side, I'd, I'm like, so, so, okay, so look at the price point of this thing, right? So like the Super Nintendo Classic right now sell, in Canada sells for a hundred bucks. Yeah. The NES one I think was 80. I feel like that was still a pretty big overhead on those though. Sure. 
But like, I can't imagine that you sell this one for, they're not going to sell it for any less than a hundred bucks. Definitely not less than a hundred. And I wouldn't be surprised if they knock it up more. If the PlayStation one classic is selling for 130 in Canada, 120 Nintendo could come out for 119. Yeah. They could go at 120. Say they go to 120 with two controllers. Then you need two more to really get the full effect of some of these games. Right. And how much are those controllers? Say they're another, like, I can't imagine you're gonna be able to get them for less than $20 each. So that's like 150 bucks. Yeah. $160. $160 plus tax. So now you're into it for 170, 175 bucks for a Nintendo 64 classic with four controllers. Then you get it home. Then you fire it up. Then you realize these games aren't as good as you remember. Yeah. Like they're, they were fun when you were a kid. Right. And you know what? They're still fun now. Like sure, my, my sure. roommate and I will still play Mario Kart the, every now and then, but like there are better Mario Karts. There's better everything. And the NES and Super Nintendo controllers, I have both my NES and my, or my both my Nintendo and my Super Nintendo classic hooked up downstairs in our living room to our tv they look nice they're not in this they're not in the way they, they they look good and i have no doubt that a nintendo 64 classic the same size just sitting beside them would look cool the problem is like that control those controllers i have my super nintendo controller just laying there beside my nintendo it doesn't really it's it's tiny it's not bothering anything yeah to four of these giant weird colored fucking controllers. controllers that controller is a huge sticking point and how small can you really make it if you need to have the four plugins on the front I know it's even if it's that same little plug-in, those aren't they're not super tiny. Like you need to fit those four plug like there's now, a lot of logistical problems here. Would the would the controllers be like would they maybe make them smaller? See, I thought that, but I don't think you can because I think part of the yeah, charm it's, it's is like, having the controller. I guess. And that Nintendo sixty four controller, shit on it as you will, as I do, because it's a stupid controller. It's a weird ugh. It was a weird first, like, 3D controller, for sure. If I'm shelling out the money to play these classic games in their original forms, I want the original controller. That's I just fair. do. I want to play it with it, That's you fair. know? So there's your second problem, is that you need controllers. And no one, I'm not, I, I won't lie to you, Mark. If tomorrow Nintendo came out and dropped the announcement, the Nintendo 64 class is coming out, it's got 15 games, it's 120 bucks, comes with two controllers. I would buy one. I would. Yeah. I would not shell out another $50 for four controllers. Like, I probably, to get to four. I probably wouldn't either now. You know, but it's like, so what do you do? If you're Nintendo, what do you do? Do you not put other controllers out and just eliminate third and fourth player? Cause you can't do that. Do you release a ton of these controllers and hope that everybody wants them? And then what happens if people don't want them? Cause they don't want to pay the extra $20 What each? if people are just like, no, no, I'm just going to play with my buddy. What happens if you release them, but you release them in a limit? This is almost certainly the most likely option. What if you release them like you did the NES classic? second controller where they're in such limited demand that fucking scalpers are buying them and then selling them online for like 50 bucks which is probably what's going to happen yeah you know what i mean like it's just that controller and i'm I'm sure that that's one of their hesitations about releasing it is trying to figure out a workaround that controller because it's a fucking logistical nightmare it just is i mean now like now it certainly is it's like i don't know how you i don't know i don't know how they do it so that's that's another concern agreed uh, absolutely fucking plus to just like i think if you handed that controller to a kid today that's never like i can i could have my nephew over and hand him my super nintendo classic controller you can figure it out he'd it's be like, like oh, oh i see this way this and way play yeah if you handed him a fucking nintendo 64 it's controller like, he'd be like what to hold is this? this where's my hand supposed to go not only would a kid that's never used one think it's weird i really think a lot of us that even grew up playing with them that have since gotten so used to the dual analog controllers we all know today would mm-hmm. be like what the fuck how do you use this fucking thing it's just it is the most obtuse and awkward controller in video game history at least of the main consoles it just is the only other one that even stands out to me at all as being that weird is the original xbox controller that was like yeah. holding a pizza box that was yeah that was a little bit weird because it was so huge because it was it was a bit too big i wasn't a huge fan of the wii controllers either i wasn't either i'm not the wii sucks i'm just gonna say the wii sucks there were some solid games on the wii the wii is the worst console outside of the virtual Boy. if they released a wii classic that would sell a billion copies but we wouldn't be having the debates about like what games need to be on there it'd be like yeah the two mario wii sports and mario yeah yeah that's it wii sports obviously so Okay, so we have a concern with how these games have aged. We have a concern with the amount of controllers they're going to package in with them and how the controllers are going to handle, which I think is a huge problem. I'm not super sold that they're worried about the PlayStation 1 Classic because they're Nintendo. No. They could, like, if they release that, you know who should be worried is the PlayStation 1 Classic. If yeah. Nintendo decided they wanted to drop an N64 Classic against them, they would be fucked. 
Well, if they do, if they released it the day before the PlayStation one, yeah. it'd be over. It'd be funny, eh? Because I've seen other people pointed out. I never thought of it, but they're like, we'd be getting the rematch of the Nintendo 64 versus the PS1 20 Dude, years later. It would be, later, so, it'd be so great. Nintendo would handedly win it this time. Oh, easily. I haven't met, like, I know a lot of gamers. Like, you and I are both huge nerds. Mm-hmm. We talk games all the time. I haven't met a single person that's like, I got to get a PS1 classic. But I know tons of people that have Nintendo and, and, and Super Nintendo classics. It's the PlayStation 1 was like, it was Sony's first attempt at a video game console, as you mentioned yeah. earlier. And they didn't really nail it until the PS2. Yeah, they yeah agreed. Uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't, I, I would, I would honestly, I would spend my money on a Sega Genesis classic or an Atari classic or something like Dude, that. The Sega, Genesis, the Sega Genesis classics are great because not only do they have all of, the, all of those games, it actually works as a Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. And I would spend my money on any of those before I spend my money on a Absolutely. PlayStation 1 Classic. Um, okay, can you think of anything else really negative to say about the Nintendo 64 Classic before we get into some of the positive stuff? Um, I mean, I can think of like a few of the logistical problems with some of the games. Like, I would love Pokemon Stadium to be on there, mm-hmm. but I don't know how they could make that work because the charm of... Did you play Pokemon Stadium? Yeah. The charm of it was that you could plug your Game Boy into it yeah. and you can just play your game on there. Would they have... To, they would have to bundle one of those things with the whole thing on yeah. top of the two controllers, on top of all of the cords, on top of the console... They would have to bundle in that little thing. I feel like place, uh, Pokemon Stadium was a huge part of, like that's the that's the major Pokemon game for the N sixty four. Sure, but I think like you just said, I think the reasons you just rambled off is why it, it probably doesn't get on there. Yeah, and it's the same. It can like, and it's funny because literally early, I don't know which it'll be up later, but like I literally earlier today or recorded a Chrono Trigger podcast where I expressed oh my, my mediocre. I, I I'm lukewarm. Oh really? Better than lukewarm, but not ecstatic. We'll say that. We'll save okay. it for the episode. But uh, it's funny. So like, I I did say that. But having said that, just about any game that you and I are going to talk about that should be on the Nintendo 64 Classic, they were like, they can't release it without it. They released the Super Nintendo Classic without Chrono Trigger. Yeah. That's going to be the. It's like if they did that, they can release the Nintendo 64 Classic without. As long as the two Zeldas and Mario 64 are on it, they could probably get away without having anything on it. And there's a lot. That, uh, yeah, there's a lot that they could get away with without yeah. having it. But yeah. I don't know if Goldeneye is one of them. Okay, so so that, all right, so then we'll get into that. We'll get right. into the games. Okay, I don't know how many games would be on this thing. Uh, the Nintendo Classic had thirty. The Super Nintendo Classic had twenty-one. Twenty plus the unreleased Star Fox Two. This so, would probably be like fifteen. That's what like I was that. gonna say. You're probably getting into that. I don't think you can have less than a dozen, but I would be, I think it's in that 15 mark. And, and I think it's fine. I don't think like, uh, there's no way they're too big. If you can, you can download these games in seconds on a fucking virtual console. You can fit these games on there. No problem. When I, cause I hacked both of these two systems, my NES and my SNES, you can fit hundreds and hundreds of games on them. Oh yeah. You can, the room is not an issue on the Nintendo 64 classic. So what I've done is I have a list here. And it's Metacritic's list of the top 71 Nintendo 64 games okay. of all time. Okay, let's go through it. So we'll, we're not going to go through all 71. I'll tell you right now, number 71 is Rally Challenge 2000. Probably, <laughs> probably won't make the cut. Probably won't make the cut. Okay. <laughs> probably going to come up short. I'm just starting a list so that I can keep track of the games you and I ramble off here. Okay. All right. So I'm just going top to bottom on, the, on uh, Metacritic here. Ocarina of Time. Duh. That's a lock. Perfect Dark. Probably. Now I'm going to mark that with an R because we'll get into Rare in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Goldeneye. I, I, I don't rare. know if they could get away with not having it, but like, there's so many logistical problems about putting that on that console. <sighs> Majora's Mask. It's a lock. Yeah. Mario 64. It's a Duh. lock. Anything that's first party that's even remotely relevant is a lock yeah like anything mario related yeah. paper mario it's a lock i would I, I would hope it would be that's not i don't know if that's necessarily a lock but i would uh, want that to be a i lock. think it would be due to the and that's what one of the points i was going to bring up is i think due to the fact they're gonna have a hard time getting some games games that maybe you wouldn't think will get it will get on it because they need to fill the list mm-hmm. do you know what i mean uh banjo kazooie Mm, that's a rareware game exactly wave race i would love banjo kazooie to be on there it's like my fit like for my money i feel like that's the game that's aged the absolute best on the n64 like i still play it banjo kazooie yeah 
I still play it every year, and every time I play it, I'm like, oh man, this is this game was designed so well. I feel like that about uh honestly, my favorite Nintendo sixty four game is probably uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart, and I think Mario Kart has aged. You could play Mario Kart still. Mario Kart's still fun. I feel like better like other Mario Kart since then have all been better. Absolutely, I do too. But it's the same as Mario. I feel like I feel like Super Mario World is substantially better than any NES Mario. Mm-hmm. I'll still play all the NES Marios. They're fun. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, I got Wave a pretty race. I got a pretty good list here. I'm just I'll read them all off now all that right. I got them on my phone where they're easier to work through. All right, uh, dude. There's a lot of games on this fucking thing. Um, and I'm sure we're gonna forget some. Everybody, just fucking relax. <laughs> <laughs> fucking relax. <laughs> fucking relax. It's a goddamn podcast between two geeks. Um, and you're all geeks like me. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. There's okay. I'm gonna have to go down the list for Okay. So just, we're, I'm taking rare games out. Okay. okay. For now, at least for now. All right. Mario 64 lock. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I wasn't at the top of my list. Ocarina of Time is a lock. Yeah. Majora's Mask is a lock. Of course. Uh, Mario 64 is a lock. Yeah. I think those three are the three that are like every Mario single Kart, list is gonna be on there. You couldn't do it without Mario Kart. No. Uh, it's actually further, further down my, down the Metacritic list, which surprises me. Uh, okay, so we got Ocarina of Time, we got Majora's Mask, we got Mario 64. I think Paper Mario is a lock. I would hope it would be. I think Wave Race is a lock. Wave Race, probably. Mario Tennis? Maybe. That's um, a pretty big... I don't. Same like, as Mario Golf? If they got enough, like, Mario Golf, probably not. But if they, like, couldn't get any of these, like, third-party yeah. games, then maybe. I'll put an X beside it for now. Blast Corps? No. I never liked it, but I know a lot of people did. I think it's. I think there's. I think there's a possibility you see a Blast Corps. I think that's like the fucking Kirby's Dream Course from the Super Nintendo one that they put on there. Diddy Kong Racing. I would love if Diddy like Diddy Kong Racing for my money is better than Mario Kart. I love Diddy Kong Racing, but they're not getting going to put it on there, especially not if they have Mario Kart. No, I agree. They won't put two. They're not going to be like, oh, here's Mario Kart, and also here's a better version of Mario Kart. Right. Okay, so I'm going to eliminate Diddy Kong Racing. Because uh, you're right, they're going to put Mario Kart on there before they put that on. Star Fox 64? Of course. I think that's a lock. F-Zero? Maybe. I'm not sold they put F-Zero on there. I'm not 100% I'll, sure either, but... I'm pretty sure they put it on there. Mario Kart is a lock. Absolute lock. I think Mario Kart 64 is as safe as Mario and the two Zeldas is a yeah. lock. Well, because as you mentioned, it's like a fun... Unless they decide to go in a different direction where they're like, oh, let's focus on the one-player games that we put out on this thing. Yeah. Mario Parties, you put one. I don't think you put all three. I I don't think they put Mario Party 1 on there. No. I, because they'll... especially with like the whole like joystick controversy yeah. that they had that they had to fix for the second one. I'll save Mario Party 2. They're going to put Mario a Mario Party, 2, Party yeah. on there. Kirby 64 is probably going to get on there. I never played it. I could care less, but it's going to get on there. Probably. Uh, like there's Dr. Mario 64. No, I, I don't no. think so. Yoshi's Story. No. I think it's maybe. I never played it, but I, I play, think it's maybe. Like, I loved Yoshi's Story. It was a sweet game. I think if you get a Pokemon game, it's going to be Pokemon Snap. It's Pokemon Snap, I think, would probably be on And there. they could get Pokemon Snap. Okay. So, all right. So, let's just look at just the list that we've made right now okay. of X's, okay? We have, these are just ones that were like, yeah, probably. Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. Majora's Mask, Mario 64, Paper Mario, Wave Race. I have Mario Tennis and Mario Golf down for now. Okay. Star Fox 64, Mario Kart 64, Mario Party 2, Kirby 64, Yoshi's Story, and Pokemon Snap are the how ones many, I have knocked down. How many, are, how many is that? Three. That's 13 games. 13, okay. Now, keep in mind that doesn't include the rare games. And the rare games include Perfect Dark, GoldenEye, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Kazooie, or Banjo-Tooie, pardon me. Conker's Bad Fur Conker's Day. Bad Fur Day. Just that. And then don't forget there's the Turoks and stuff. But I don't even, I don't think Turoks are even a consideration. Because no. you want to talk about games that haven't aged well, those are all going to fit into that category. Yeah. Oh, and Donkey Kong 64. Oh and yeah, Donkey Kong sixty four. That's uh, I feel like that was that that'd be one of the easier ones for them to get because it's a Donkey Kong game. But then again, Rareware did make it. Now here, yeah. But now here's the thing. So 
Rare is now, and I mean, I may be talking out of my ass, but I'm pretty confident I know what I'm talking about here. Rare is now owned by Microsoft. Yes. So that means, all, that's why Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, all them, Perfect Dark, all that stuff's available on Xbox. Like, I had them all on my Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. They're all there now. Nintendo and Microsoft have been getting along lately. Well, in fact, like, the president of Microsoft, or the president of yeah, I think it was the president of Microsoft said, yeah, yeah, let's get Banjo in the new Smash. Yeah, exactly. So to me, that's like, oh, yeah, we're totally willing to make a deal. They're starting to be friends. You know, when Fortnite came to Switch, Xbox and Nintendo had cross-play very mm. quickly. PlayStation was the one that was like, I don't want to fucking work with them. And then this isn't a Fortnite podcast, but it shows you just how massive Fortnite is when they could tell PlayStation, like, no, fucking, you're going to work with them, like, play nice. And yeah. that's why PlayStation was like, okay, because Fortnite has so much pull right now. I don't think it's impossible that Nintendo and Microsoft cut a deal and Nintendo gets some of these games. What I do wonder about is like if Nintendo's got to pay Microsoft to get these games. How is that going to affect the price point? Exactly. And how much money are they already making on these? Because all the games you and I just listed off, unless one of us is missing something, are owned by Nintendo. They don't have to pay anybody. Yeah. They can just drop these games on there. And we we say we had 13. Mm -hmm. So I think if you look at GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, I think it's infinitely more likely they get perfect dark than goldeneye because yeah, if you want fair. goldeneye not only do you have to cut a deal with microsoft and rare but you need to cut a deal with the actors you need to cut a deal with the goldeneye like there's yeah. licenses out the ass so i'm gonna eliminate goldeneye i agree with you but i just it's, uh, it's a hard one to cut out like i feel like they might put in the effort to get it just because it's like because you do have to deal with like the movie studios you yeah. do have to deal with and you have to remember i don't think they make a ton of money on these i think they make some money but they're not making hundreds of dollars each when you're selling it for 120 bucks or whatever they sell no. it for right and like i just if, if they didn't have perfect dark as a cheaper alternative maybe they would go harder after it mm-hmm. but when you can drop perfect dark i think you're like that'll do you yeah. know what i mean like that's good enough so let's say they get perfect dark which i don't think is impossible at all uh i have zero doubt in my mind if that if they're gonna cut a deal with them for anything they're gonna get banjo kazooie i would love it if they got banjo kazooie because I'm, again for my money best n64 game sure i'm putting an x beside it i just would be floored if they didn't get it floored if they didn't get banjo kazooie conquer's bad for day Conquer's bad for day that's a maybe because it's like i don't think they get it no i don't think so either because it's in a like it's not a kid friendly game it's so adult and, and so much of us and granted most of the people buying the n64 are going to be people who are adults now and remember playing the n64 as kids right. so they can pick up a game like conquer's bad for for day and play a game about us but I, chipmunk that really wants to fuck yeah i could get their concern of putting it on there though because then adults letting their kids family, play it yeah yeah and just not knowing what that is. Like they're going there. to market this as a family console. Exactly. Especially if you're a kid flipping through it and you see Conquer and you're just mm-hmm. like, he's just like this cute squirrel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, I'll tell you, dude, I uh, I played Conquer on, um, I can't remember if it was on the Rare Replay package that Xbox One had or if it was on my Xbox 360, but I played it in the last four or five years. And you want to talk about a game that did not age well oh, at yeah? all. I could barely move him. I was like, what the fuck is like... And yeah, the control the control is a little weird. Yeah, so I'm going to eliminate Conquer because I don't think Conquer happens. No, I don't um, think so either. I I think that Donkey Kong 64 happens. I think th- Donkey Kong. I feel like that's probably one of the easier ones because Rare made it. Yeah, but Nintendo still owns owns like Nintendo still owns Donkey Kong and all those characters. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, and then there's Banjo Tooie. If they get Banjo-Kazooie, they can get Banjo-Tooie. I agree. I just wonder if they put both on there. I mean, if, they, if they did, it would fill another spot. It would, And the other the thing about Banjo-Tooie is it was a multiplayer. It had a multiplayer. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just say they get it. I, I mean, like, because to me, like, they either get, they either get, like, so now when we're looking at the rare games, you and I have Perfect Dark, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, and Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get rare games, those are the ones they're going to get. And if they're going to get one, they're going to get all of them. Yeah. So let's just say they get those four. So now we're at, uh, sorry, for, I hope this isn't entertaining. I have no idea if this is going to be a good episode <laughs> or not, but Ocarina of Time, Perfect Dark, Majora's Mask, Mario 64, Paper Mario, Banjo-Kazooie, Wave Race, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Donkey Kong 64, Banjo-Tooie, Star Fox, F-Zero, Mario Kart, Mario Party 2, Kirby, Yoshi Story, Pokemon Snap. And how many is that? Eighteen. So I would take. I would take out Mario Tennis. I'd take out Mario Golf. I wouldn't. 
Really? But I, I played them growing up. So if I was going to take games out of this, like say they decided 15 is the magic number, I think they drop Banjo-Tooie. Probably. They keep Banjo and they say that's good enough. Um, I'm not sold that they get Perfect Dark, but I'm going to leave it on there for now. I wouldn't be surprised if Pokemon Snap didn't get on it. Yeah, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be heartbroken either because Pokemon Snap was kind of the game that they made to like. Oh, oh, what? You know what else we forgot all about that is I I think is a sure as shit bet is Smash Brothers. Oh, dude, duh. Okay, so just quickly, because like I stopped our I stopped our list here at about thirty on Metacritic. So just I'm gonna just scroll through the rest of the list and list off some more. Like, okay, so there's WWF No Mercy. I love the wrestling games on this console as much as almost any video game ever. They're not happening. If you think Goldeneye is a hard license, try to get the license and likenesses to like 70 pro wrestlers and the WWF. Some of which which are dead now. Yeah, and WWF is WWE now. It's never happening. So none of the wrestling games are going to get on here. Uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. That's a fun game. Not making it. It's not going to happen. Turok 2 isn't going to happen. Uh, Tony Hawk's not going to happen. It would be cool if it could, but again, licensing. It's not going to happen, though. Ogre Battle 64. <laughs> I haven't even thought of that game. Ever. I don't think so. Jet Force Gemini. I remember being cool, but I don't think so. Pokemon Puzzle League. I think if you're going to get a Pokemon game, it's, it's going to be Pokemon Snap. Pilot Wing 64. I mean, that was a launch title, but that wasn't a great game, so no. probably not. Harvest Moon 64. Maybe. Maybe. Um, now we're getting into like, so yeah, Mario Party 3. We have a Mario Party game already. Dr. Mario 64, I think would be cool, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, well, you don't really need it because like, there's Dr. Mario on the NES for the Switch, isn't there? Yeah. 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 Dude, I'll tell you, like, I'm, I'm, I'm on Metacritic right now, and it goes 71 games. Smash Brothers isn't even on here. That's amazing. Oh, no, there it is. Sorry, yeah, 40. Smash yeah, Brothers Smash is getting it. on. Okay, so say we put Smash in there. How many games did I say we're at? 13? Yeah. Um, well, we had, like, 18 on our preliminary list. So I have be... 17 now. Okay. And that, so maybe they do eliminate one or both of Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, but we're in that 15 to 17 range. That sounds about right. Would you pay $120 for a console with those games on it? With those games? And two controllers? Mm, I probably would. I think I would too. If, and I won't lie to you. And uh, I'm not sitting here endorsing it. I'm not saying go do it or not. But if I found it was hackable and I could put the wrestling games on it, <laughs> I would pay $200 for it if I could get into it and put wrestling games on it. I would. I don't think that's a bad lineup, man. Like, I don't think it necessarily would sell huge in, like, the multiplayer. Like, the multiplayer is, like, the big key to the whole thing. Yeah, it is. And But here's the problem. Here's another one of the issues. Hu- that wouldn't be a huge part of it for me, though. I me always neither. like playing. I, I play single player more than multiplayer, for sure. Me too. And here's part of the thing, too, is uh, take the controllers out of it. Forget the whole mess of the controllers. Like, I live with, you have, you have two roommates. Yeah. I live with my girlfriend. How often do you have three friends over that are all going to want to sit down and play a fucking 20-year-old Mario Party game? Like, we would play it once. Every now and then. Right? So, you can't... I don't think they can bank on just the the multiplayer thing hooking people. But I think they have enough single player. When you look at Mario, you look at the two Zeldas, you look at the Banjo-Kazooie, you know what I mean? Like You look at, at, at... donkey kong and like that sounds like a really Paper great Mario. single player experience to me. really does like one more time guys and then i'm gonna we're gonna get out of here okay ocarina of time yeah majora's mask absolutely perfect dark uh i would i i probably yeah mario 64 paper yeah. mario yeah. banjo kazooie wave race mario tennis mario golf donkey kong 64 Star Fox 64 f-zero mario kart mario party 2 kirby 64 Yoshi Story, Smash Brothers. That sounds like uh, you could take out, you could drop Yoshi Story. I think. Yeah, you could. I mean, there's going to be people with nostalgia for every game yelling yeah. at us, but you could. I think you could drop that. Technically, you could probably get away with dropping Wave Race, as much as I love Wave Race. Wave Race. You could get away with dropping Golf or Tennis. Yeah. You could get away with dropping F Zero. Uh, it's not a bad. You know what? I'm like a lot of you, dude. When we came into this thing and we we're sat like, down and came like, up with this, fuck this idea. I was like, this isn't going to work. And I'm looking at this list right now and I'm like, that's not that bad. That's a pretty good list. That's not that bad. I would buy that for nostalgia purposes. So then the last point of it is before we get, this is right at 45 minutes already, is uh, how likely is this thing to happen? And I've I've been pretty confident it was going to happen the whole time. You'd... I was pre- like, I was like, oh, of course they're going to do that. Sure. But we're getting, we're getting into November and we haven't heard anything. I wonder if it comes next year, but 
there's like a, for anyone that hasn't seen it, uh, a trademark has recently come out where Nintendo filed a trademark for an image of the Nintendo 64 controller mm-hmm. that looks identical to the Super Nintendo and NES images of their controllers that are on top of those two boxes right over there, mm-hmm. which make like makes you think. This is and like, then a story oh yeah, they, they for sure some photos came out of a Nintendo 64 classic, but now they're saying that they're fake. But then there's another story that's true coming out that's saying that Banjo Kazooie and one of the Tony Hawk games have recently shown up on Nintendo UK's website or something. So there's That's all kinds really of weird. like, you know, like to me where there's smoke, there's fire. And at the end of the day, Nintendo's not stupid. The NES Classic took two years before it was reasonably accessible. Say that was because they shorted it on a purpose or not. The Super Nintendo Classic sold out like four shipments in a row before yeah. it was finally readily available. Nintendo knows how much money there is to be made with the Nintendo 64 Classic. I think that they... You know what? I literally just thought of this. It's not the competing with the PlayStation 1. They have Smash Brothers launching at the beginning of December for their new hot selling console, the Nintendo Switch. They might be like, let's hold off and let that sell during Christmas. Let that, because that's going to sell consoles. Yeah. That's not oh, just... That's a good, like... Let, they don't don't divide s- your own market. You yeah, know what I mean? That is kind of smart, though. Sit back, let people buy Switches with Smash Brothers and the new Pokemon games for Christmas. Yeah. And then next year, you drop the Nintendo 64 Classic. Or like even in the summer, you drop the They Classic. could have it ready... And then just wait till there's a lull in their gaming schedule and then be like, by the way, hey, we have this. Yeah. And Nintendo does that kind of shit all the time. Oh, absolutely they do. I don't think it's impossible. I think it's probably going to happen. I think if it was 15 of these games for $120 and two controllers, I'd probably buy it. I would I would consider it for sure. God damn it, Nintendo. Fuck. I love how we were just like, fuck this idea. Fuck these. These games didn't age well. Oh, except for some of these really did. Yeah. If you want my opinion, take Mario 64 off and put WWF No Mercy on. I don't care if it's all created wrestlers, but that's just me. Um, that was good. I, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was something new, but I, I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. Was it was fun. a good trip down memory lane without wasting too much time on any particular game. Um, thanks for... Uh, I don't have a good way to end this. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for doing it, buddy. Perfect. that's going to do it for episode 17 of remember the game everybody i hope you guys enjoyed that uh like i said a little different than anything we've done in the past uh i had fun doing it though most of the episodes of this show are going to be just talking video games but i have gone off the the, off the script with a couple episodes and i'm looking for ideas for that kind of stuff so if you've got one hit me up if you want to come on the show hit me up i have a ton of episodes in the bank but i can always record more because i just love talking video games uh, really thank you guys for listening I appreciate it if you're on the Twitter you can find us there at member the game like remember the game without the RE same thing as on Facebook facebook.com slash member the game and if you like the show please subscribe please review please tell a friend it would mean the world to me thank you guys so much I will check in with you guys again in seven days have a great week go play some video games take it easy yeah.